Hema, welcome to The Witch of Wall Street. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm so excited to be having this chat with you. So as you'll know, as one of our wealthy witches, a big part of what we're doing is writing a new financial her story for women every right, right? Because the history of women and money has not been so positive. And so part of that, I wanted to bring on amazing wealthy witches like yourself to share their story, which I know is going to be so inspiring for so many women listening. Just to share about like where you were before you started your wealthy witch journey and kind of where you are now so that other women just know like it's so possible and so available for them. Um, so to kind of start that conversation off, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about, you know, what was money like growing up for you? Like in terms of were there any specific beliefs that you remember from like family or those around you in your environment? Like what was how was money spoken about or what how was money viewed in your upbringing as a kid? I think. Well, I know I definitely took it on board that you have to work really, really hard for money. Um, I'm the daughter of two doctors, but two immigrant doctors that came over to the UK in the 80s from India. And the hours they worked would be beyond illegal now. Um, but we were still living in hospital accommodation. That's where I was first raised. But I just my brother took care of me a lot of the time because that's how hard they were working. And then I think with my background being Indian, it's like, education education so it's this idea of security um but you've got to work really really hard for it and then I also think that there was a belief and I've noticed this before but it sort of reinforced it with the work that I'm doing with you that um I always had what I needed but not what I wanted Mm -hmm. and that translated I think as as I grow older to the money will come from somewhere, but it's almost like I'll be able to get by, not live in any abundance or overflow or feel really positive about it, but like, I'll I'll, I'll get by. And that used to feel positive. Like somehow I'll make it through. But now I see that was so restrictive and limiting. Mm, Oh my God. You know what? That whole idea of work super hard for money, like it's something I just hear time and time again. And I was the same growing up in Ireland, like people who had a lot of money were like crooks. There was something bad about them, shady. And to be successful was to study really hard, be an A student, go to university, get a really good job. And then that was it. In terms of financial education, there was like zilch, like maybe save every now and then. Um, So did you like receive any financial education or awareness from those around you, like your parents, like was it something that was spoken about in around money or was it something you kind of just figure out yourself? Um, it wasn't talked about at all. When I look back, I just remember one big lesson from my father. Um, I was away somewhere and he called and he reamed me out on the phone because he had opened up my um, bank statement and I'd gone into, it wasn't even a credit card. It was just a bit of overdraft, like not even much. But oh my God, he went in on me about spending money that I don't have and spending money that isn't mine and he tied it in with credit cards and it was a good lesson I would say partially but that was it there was no talk of investing it was just sort of yeah maybe save the money um don't spend frivolously um don't live beyond your means but no real financial education or what even was going on with savings anything about 
interest, definitely not compound interest or investing or anything like that. So really not much. It's just, I feel that's a story with a lot of people that are we, do we somehow, are we supposed to figure this out? I don't know. You know, I totally get it though, because I I really look back at it and I'm like, what did my parents kind of expect to happen along the way? But I know like my parents came from the generation, like they both left school at 16. My dad went out, I got a job. They were married in like 2021 and mom stayed at home minded us and that was kind of how the balance was shared it was like dad was a breadwinner made the money that that was dad's thing dad's number one value if I looked at it was money and then family mom's was family then money so Mm -hmm. she would spend more freely but she didn't have her own money and she didn't really have the opportunity to do that either but like when I look back on my own childhood I'm like it's really a miracle (laughs) and it's very bizarre especially being Irish that I teach something about wealth and it's witches and it's spiritual like it's just every taboo you could possibly think of um so it's just really fascinating when we begin to unpick these stories from childhood and be like did we all just think someone was going to flash a little wand in front of us and be like now they're brilliant with money like how are you not to go into an overdraft or know what that was or that maybe wasn't a great thing um so before then I guess you started investing like what was going on with you that you were like, okay, now is the time. I hear about this thing investing. Now is the time for me to actually figure this out. It was, I don't think in my 20s, I thought about any of it at all. Um, and then in my 30s, it was it was that thing that would pop up every so often. Either someone would talk about it or maybe I'd see an article in a magazine or somewhere and I'd think, oh yeah, I've got to do that. But I felt so, I just didn't know where to start. And it was scary. It was just scary. It was almost like, I'll just put that thing in the corner. I'll figure it out. I will figure it out. I'm just going to leave it over there. Um, and I I was always pretty good with money. I think that, I guess that lesson of don't spend beyond your means was a good one. And I, and I stuck with it. But um, a few years ago, just as I was getting into um, the coaching world and my coaching work, I invested a lot in educating myself and um, getting certain certifications. And then I went into debt. And it's it just feels like such a big hole. Mm-hmm. And I found it interesting that, you know, obviously we, we had the pandemic, um, there was issues with employment, and it feels almost like, being at a rock bottom moment financially the last thing I think about was yeah I'm going to invest in stuff now but there was something about I always feel guided like you're into the woo I know you're into the woo and I just feel that I was sort of guided to you at the right time and I joined a masterclass that you did and certain things spoke to me especially the history of women and money oh my god because I'm all about women's empowerment in my coaching as well um and I think I still would have been like, no, this. how could you even think about it? Because you're not in a position to be investing at this time. Mm-hmm. But I think you touched on things like that immediately and just the way you are. And I just thought, okay, let me get the education at least. And it just aligned. I think it, it it's come at a time as well that I'm really taking charge of a lot of things financially in terms of, taxes business getting things set up so when you came along it was kind of Ta-da! <laughs> this is the year I just somersaulted into your life and was like here we are come on witch let's go do this <laughs> um 
you know, it's something also really interesting that you just picked up on. It's not a separate point, but in the coaching industry, because I initially started out like very much in that space, business coaching and all that kind of thing. And there's such a narrative around like, if you're not spending and investing to your edge, then you're not really committed. Like, how can you coach other people if you're not going beyond and beyond and beyond? And it's such a narrative that's so easy to be wrapped up in. And I certainly have invested far beyond what on reflection, I would have been like, "Mm, that would have been a good idea. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. And I just think it's something that now that we do wealth and woo, it's like vision and body and expand so much, but let's make sure that we're doing that also energetically first. And then we're always taken care of in the 3D world with our money and our finances. And it's something that, you know, took me a minute to figure out, especially when I started learning about manifestation and I just wanted to like spend and live this luxury lifestyle. And I was like, oh yeah, wait, wait a second. We need to check back in a little bit. So what is that bridging of yes, being expensive and all these things, but also being just aware that we are in this 3D world and we have finances and we want to be taking care of ourselves as well. So just something on the coaching side that I've just seen a lot of and I don't subscribe to anymore. (laughs) I did for a minute, but not anymore. Um, So in terms of investing, then like, I know you touched on some of the fears around it, like before starting, but I know what stops most women from investing is it's kind of scary. It's new, it's complex and feels like they're learning a new language and all these things. Like what were some of the things for you maybe just before you joined us in the witches that was like in your mind around investing that you thought it would be like? Um, Not very accessible. I thought it would be just a world I wouldn't really understand. Um, That I'd have to sort of dig and dig and dig and dig and be looking up what the meaning of words are as I'm trying to learn. It also felt very masculine um the energy of it and also actually male dominated is the impression I get because you know I'm seeing things like the wolf of wall street and things like that um a lot of financial advisors that I've seen on social media have been men um so yeah there was like a wall a separation it seemed a bit inaccessible and I also felt like I'd feel stupid like whoever it was would judge me that oh you haven't been doing this since you were 18 like um and I think it is scary to admit a lack of knowledge in certain topics that are seemingly massive but then again like we discussed like where was this you know magical knowledge bomb gonna drop on me and how um but yeah scary inaccessible just foreign and very bro like masculine energy that I would just feel the yuck to me around. Oh my god. I mean, me too. Like if I look at like TikTok or YouTube now, when you see people, if I put in investing, the guys that come up, it's like so aggressive. You're like, oh God, like if I didn't know how to invest, I would not be like, oh, this feels like a safe space that I want to be part of to learn something that as an adult I still haven't figured out yet. Like it's yeah. so off-putting. Um, oh yeah, you're not alone in that one. So let's share like a couple of your wins because we're wrapping up the Witches of Wall Street mm-hmm. and you are officially entering into the Wealthy Witch Hall of Fame, um, which I'm so excited for. Um, so what have been some of the wins for you? You know, and that can be on the wealth, the woo side, like whatever you feel called to share. 
Oh my gosh, where do I begin? I felt, I, I really want to just say this. I felt great even before lesson one had started. Oh. All of that fear, it just, it was like, oh, no, I, I feel good. Like she's got me, like Laura's got me. And to have that shift even before we began is so powerful. And that's from, you know, like I said, it's, I was already in your energy. I attended one of your master classes and I already felt a shift and I already felt confident. And then suddenly I was in this container with women that felt the same way, um, that had the same fears and it was so supportive. We were so supportive. It's, we're learning together. We've not been afraid to speak up and ask questions and we've had all our questions answered. Um, and then we laugh, we, you know, we have, yeah, just laughs about anything and everything as well. But it feels so good to be able to be honest and open and know that you're held not only by you, but these other women and the knowledge, the knowledge I've gained has been amazing. It's you've broken it down. You've made things really simple. It's such a massive topic and there's so much more to learn, but to get started, to get going, um, to know that you can do this, this is attainable, this is achievable, and it's for us as well. It's mm-hmm. not this thing out there, it, it's for us. And it feels like taking the first few steps on, well, what is going to be a lifelong journey? And it also feels great to be thinking ahead without any pressure because you're you're investing and it could be just an initial investment, you could you know, every month be putting something in, but that is working towards years and years down the line. So for anyone that feels like, oh my God, I don't have any plans in place where I don't have my pension, I don't have my anything, that tiny little seed that you've planted, you can just build and you can just grow. And I think there is a level of peace and peace of mind that has been attained now that I just know I can build on. Like I've got it there. Like that's it, it's in the bag and I can just keep building on it. And that's priceless. It gives me the shivers. <laughs> it's like it's something for life, you know, it's for the rest of your life. You can have your money working for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious kind of how you felt about the timing side of things, because I speak with a lot of women who are in their 30s, maybe in their 40s, sometimes early 50s. And they're kind of like, is it too late for me? I didn't start when I was five. <laughs> My parents didn't set me up some yeah. fun. Like, is it too late? Like, was that something that you had in your mind? Like, how do you feel about it now? Definitely. Um, because I think as as you get into it and as you start looking at it, you see that, oh, my God, if that person had started when they were a teenager or in their early 20s, what would have happened? Especially in comparison to, oh, she started in her 40s or she started in her 50s. So that was a fear and it is real. And I, I'm sure, you know, it can it can come up and creep on us again. Um, but there's this whole empowerment piece now of but you've started it. Mm. And like you you could have just left it, you could have stayed in fear. And it's also I take into account the history that you talk about of women, um, my own personal history, like knowing that I wasn't given these tools. So it's almost like I was gonna say self-forgiveness, but there's no real self-forgiveness because I wasn't shown or I didn't know. And it just feels empowering to begin and also to be shown that this really can make a difference. 
you know, even 10 years down the line, but, you know, we're still looking at 20, hopefully, 20, 30, you know, however long. So it it can and it will make a real big difference. And that's so gorgeous. And I think it's, you know, myself included, oh, wish we started before we did, right? When you start looking at that compound interest calculator and you're like, damn it, if I started when I was 10, <laughs> like, wow, what a difference that would make. And the way I've been able to even myself come to terms that is like, as you said, but what if I never even did start? Mm. At least I've started now. I've started for me. I have literally the rest of my life for this. Yeah. You know, so at least I've started. And that's the best gift I can give myself. And you know, when you look at the history of women and money, as you said, even when you look at your own history, like who was showing us this? Mm. Um, so just being so proud of like, well, I had the courage to even go and learn something that I was never shown. I meant adults and I didn't know this but I've decided to figure it out and I've started. And that's something to be so freaking proud of yourself for. And I say this to you and all the witches, it's like, I'm here to show you, but you turn up when you do the work. And so it's you to feel proud of yourself because you're the one doing it. And that's just giving yourself the biggest squeeze in the world for. Um, What do you wish someone had told you about investing maybe before you started, that you wish maybe you had known? It's not hard to begin. <laughs> it's really not that hard to begin. The The ins and outs of it seem really big, but it's really not. Um, I think just a massive thing that stands out for me is just as a woman is that piece of how historically it's been and even now and that's why I think what you do is so powerful and you know want that to spread out like a ripple but yeah just that it's it's for us it's for us as well and yeah just just take that first step it's with anything isn't it you you take you don't need to see the whole staircase just take the first step but I think, yeah, the accessibility would be the biggest piece. It, it's not this big, scary thing that I have no access to. I know. And you know what belief I used to have when I was a kid was like, it's just for the wealthy. It's just for the rich. But it's like, no, this is how you become wealthy. It's not just for them. It's actually, it's so accessible for all of us. And also one of the massive reasons I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story, because hopefully it will inspire other women to be like, oh, okay, maybe this is something I can do for me too. So I also, because you're such a magical soul in our world, would love to just have you share a little bit about what work you do and like the gifts that you're putting out into the world, because I know you're doing incredible things for women. And I would love for our audience also to hear that. <laughs> so I I always find the title a tough thing because I initially would have said a mindset coach, but really is an empowerment coach. I work with the mind. I've studied hypnosis, NLP a lot of meditation. I work with Gabby Bernstein. She was my first mentor. Um, mm-hmm. So the spiritual side of things as well, but also a lot of body work. I'm almost a Kundalini <laughs> um, teacher. And that that was a big thing that sort of shifted with me. So nervous system regulation. So these are all the tools. What I've really utilized them for is um, I want to help women. I think we, and there's a huge part of your work as well. I I feel like we shut ourselves down so much and it's just to just to know that you have 
these gifts inside you and to help you get unstuck really um a particular I guess subject or group of women that really important to me it would be survivors um it's like something personal to me and dear to me and so I'm bringing in the kundalini and bringing in the somatic work so that women can be feel safe in their bodies that's the the first place to start but also work on the mindset things that are holding you back the limiting beliefs things that are blocking you unlock those um and then yeah just have have women feel safe in themselves empower themselves and for them to fly really like I'm, I'm just a guide I'm I'm like just holding your hand but as you say you're they're doing the work but um yeah I just I love it I love it and it's again it's you're like a sister in this um of that just that ripple of um yeah bringing us up sharing sharing the knowledge sharing the work and um uplifting uplifting the planet that's so powerful and I just want to like clarify as well when you say survivors is it something specific or yeah so it's just a cause that's really close to me um would be survivors of domestic abuse um even trafficking but it's it's it, it's tough out there and I know that a lot of the time those voices are not heard even when women speak up um the yeah they're they're not heard it's it's not taken seriously a lot of the time and that can often result in you shutting down even further so I know I know a lot of these tools will help and these tools are so people can use it in their own lives from Mm. you, you won't need me like you won't need me eventually I'll love to still be there but so you know ways to like breath work exercises, meditation exercises, certain technologies, like yogic technologies, and then the extra things maybe to help initially, like um, hypnotherapy techniques, NLP techniques to get over that initial block, that those initial things that are holding you back. And like I said, so much of this is in the body. It's held in the body. Um, so it's not, I don't even think of mind-body connection. I think it's one. Like it's holistic, our mind body and also the energetics you'll we work with as well in Kundalini. Um, but yeah, it's it's giving voice, it's giving voice to that, it's giving tools to help you, help you beyond and em- empower yourself and just yeah, just know that you're beautiful, know that you're worthy to step forward in, into the world like that. You are magic, Hema, and your work is so powerful. And I'm so excited for all the amazing women in this world who have yet to discover your magic and what a gift that is. It's really special. And it's something even for me, focusing so much on supporting spiritual women. Because mm-hmm. I'm like supporting more spiritual women to become financially empowered. Like these women are going to go and shape the world that we live in in such a heart-centered yeah and beautifully impactful way and so when you talk about that ripple effect it's like we will never even be able to quantify or comprehend the ripple effect that we will all make together but we can just imagine how incredible and beautiful that will be um i will share your social media links and where people can come find out a little bit more about your work as well but i just want to say thank you so much for coming on and helping us write a new financial her story and inspiring other women as well to be part of that Thank you so much, Laura. All right, Wealthy Witches. I am so excited to share with you that the doors to the Witches of Old Street Live are officially open from today, Wednesday 23rd, through to Friday the 25th. 
So if you want to join this amazing woman and go on your own personal journey to financial freedom and independence, then check out the link down below. We are going to find more about this incredible live investing and manifesting experience. All things wealth and woo to truly show you what your unique path to financial freedom is. I am so excited to welcome you in to the Witches of Wall Street and to welcome you into our Wealthy Witch Hall of Fame.